This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that Small Biz Florida is on the road again. We are at the annual Flagel Conference, and that's uh, an acronym for Florida Association of Government Guaranteed Lenders. So the room is full of SBA lenders and bankers, and the conversation is all about how to help small business owners get access to capital. All kinds of support organizations uh, here also that work within the uh, area of small business assistance also. And we have one of those small business assistance um, businesses with us right now. We have uh, Crystal DeJoseph, who is the founder of 110. Crystal, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I know. Thank you for coming out early. Uh, yes, it is early, <laughs> but, you but have, I'm here. You, you got your coffee. I so got my good. coffee. Okay. Um, 110, uh, you and I had a little conversation last night. I was really intrigued by, uh, by your business. 110 is a finance and accounting firm that provides business valuations, quality of earnings reports, and you also serve as a fractional CFO. I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm looking forward to the conversation. <laughs> yes, me too. Absolutely. Nice. So let's start as we always do, Crystal, just a little bit of your background pathway to uh, creating uh, 110. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I grew up in Florida in Plant City, very humble beginnings, you know, single mom with uh, four kids. And, um, you know, growing up, I had an aunt that was a CPA. So I, I had a, a little bit of a different background and I kind of, you know, worked my way through college. I went to the community college for my two year, finished off at uh, USF with my four year in accounting. And um, I got my master's degree there as well. And so throughout that process, you know, everybody told me the best way to go if you're going to do accounting is big four accounting. So that was kind of my goal and my North Star. That's what I was working towards. Um, but I also was a young mom. So I had, a, I had a young son. And so I looked for other alternatives and other pathways. And one of those was becoming a financial advisor. Um, so I, you know, thought, let me try that because I've heard, you know, these stories about big four accounting that you're traveling all the time. You're working, you know, 75 hours a week and it's just crazy. And I, you know, I didn't necessarily want to do that as a mom, but, um, you know, got my, my series six and, uh, my life health and annuity, my 77 and tried financial advising for a while and just did not like it. So, um, decided to go back and finish out my master's and get into um, accounting, you know, full steam. And yeah, ended up starting my career with PricewaterhouseCoopers nice. after I did financial advising for a while. Um, and that was kind of really the jumping point. And so, you know, not, not many entrepreneurs start in the accounting field. Um, I would say that's, you know, one of those things that maybe has, people don't look at it as uh, the most interesting field, but it really helped me. Well, let me, and, and many entrepreneurs should start in the accounting field. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's make that clear right now. Yeah. So. I agree. 
Yes. All right, so go ahead. So Price yes. Waterhouse, so, so then you get the entrepreneurial bug. Yeah, so okay. started there, stayed there till I was a manager, had clients all over the world. I was able to balance my family life and my career, thanks to my wonderful husband. Um, but, you know, it, it wasn't something I wanted to do forever. I ended up liking it more than I thought. Um, had a lot of really interesting clients and kind of saw behind the scenes from a business standpoint, you know, the really the, the wheels and the cogs of how these businesses worked um, on the audit side is what I was doing. Um, so anyway, left there, decided to go to industry because I knew I didn't want to stay there and become a partner. Um, you know, went to industry and worked for private equity real estate group as their um, kind of in their finance and accounting department. I was a fund controller and a corporate controller for a while and just really learned um, a lot about the the private industry space and and private capital, you know, private investment right. money, um, and I just I really loved it. And so, you know, did that for a while, and I just realized, you know, it's it, it I wanted to do my own thing. I just somewhere along the journey, I wasn't one of those that knew from the beginning that that's what I wanted to do. Right. That I wanted to start my own business. It was kind of a journey for me. Um, and I think that's important because, you know, everything that we do in our career and our life, it's a journey. You can't look at the destination. You kind of have to look at things and take clues as you go along and just enjoy it, learn, make friends, um, build your network. And, and that's really what's important. Um, and that's really what allowed me to kind of start my own business. Um, and I like to say that I cheated, but really it's, it, you know, I call it working smarter, not harder. Um, I went to my employer at the time and I said, hey, you know, you know, she was my CFO. And I said, this is what I want to do. I would love to have your support in this. And I would love for you guys to be our first client. I said, this is how I would restructure your team. You know, this is who you need to hire and where you need to put them. And I'll cut my time down to two days a week. I'll still do everything I was doing before. But I'm also going to be, you know, out there, biz dev, running my own company. And so that's kind of how I started. So I like to say I cheated, but I really think it's about building strong relationships. I I don't think you cheated. I think that's the most ingenious way to do this. We, you know, we teach a concept now in entrepreneurship that really is side hustle. Mm -hmm. You know, keep, keep, kind of keep the daytime job, but create this entrepreneurial venture as a side hustle and don't jump completely into it until it's ready to go. So I, I think that's ingenious. And I think that to say bold is an understatement. That's pretty bold to go into your boss and say, I want to start a business and I want you to be our first client. No, by the way, I've got suggestions on how to reorganize your business. <laughs> it was very, I will never forget that meeting. Had you and had just, a couple wines that morning or something? I mean, <laughs> wow. I mean, bold, bold. It was. And you, and you have to be bold. You know, if you're, if you're going to go down this path, you have to make, you know, you, you cannot be overly risk adverse, but you know, I'll never forget that meeting. My my CFO kind of looked at me with her mouth agape wow. as I walked out of the room. And, I'm sure. You know, but it worked she out. She may have left for a couple of wines after that meeting, too. <laughs> she may have said, I'm you know what, I'm taking the rest of the day off. I just had this incredible meeting with Crystal. Uh, uh, all right. So I want to talk a little bit more about entrepreneurship, but let's quickly, mm -hmm. I want to talk real quickly about 110 because, again, it's all about helping small business owners and operators here at the Flagle Conference. So talk to me just quickly about 110 
uh, what what do you do? I, uh, you know, business valuations, quality of earnings reports, fractional CFO. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about those services. Yeah. So we started out because of my CPA and accounting background. We started out as fractional CFOs, and that's what we were. And our mission was not to be transactional, like you see with a lot of these. You know, I'll call them staffing firms. We're not a staffing firm. We have really talented, highly skilled people who have really good backgrounds, like Big Four accounting. You know, they have. CPA degrees, we have some CFAs. Um, so our service is more of a value add higher level service and we started in that capacity. And from there, you know, it was just, you know, we got the question and, you know, as a small business owner, it's like, hey, can you help me do X? Can you help me do Y as my CFO? You know, can you help me find a lender? Can you help me figure out a, a working capital line of credit? And so, you know, it, as the risk adverse person that I am, you know, the answer was always yes. And then I, I would figure it out in the background alongside, and I, I do have a wonderful business partner. Um, so we, you know, we kind of, we figured it out, we made it happen. And, um, you know, we became more than what we started as. And, you know, our clients loved the service that we provided and they were more than happy to use us in, you know, when it came to business valuations or due diligence. So we help on buy side due diligence, which is kind of the quality of earnings reports, but we also help with our CFO services on the sell side. So a lot of sellers need help getting their books, getting their, um, their tax returns in order so that they are prepared to sell. And I think, I think this whole, story and your story goes to the issue that small business owners cannot, you know, uh, we talk about this in entrepreneurship, you, you can't be everything in a business. And I think this is your story and your, you know, your your business is, is an example of how a small business needs to reach out, learn what the resources are, mm-hmm. learn who can provide the help, bring real value into the business. Yes, this isn't free. You don't you don't do what you do for free. There is a cost to this, but there's also an ROI to all of this. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know, there are some uh, small business owners and operators who are extremely savvy operators, smart, savvy, uh, good, you know, great business acumen. But maybe they're not, maybe they don't, maybe their strong suit's not accounting. Um, you know, maybe um, maybe they do need some advice when it comes to um, scaling the business and getting a loan. And, and there are organizations like yours that can provide that support. That's right. Yeah. So I think I think the I think the message here is search out, seek out assistance because it's out there. Yes, it is. And I think coming to conferences like these, you know, you know being a small business owner is not for the faint of heart. You really have to reach out, you have to connect, you have to build your network. And coming to events and conferences like this and working with the SBDC, you know, those are the things that we need to be doing as business owners um, to really grow and scale our businesses. Um, So so let's talk, um, number one, quickly, um, before I forget, I want to make sure we get it in. How does one find 110? How does one uh, engage with you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you can reach out to us via our website where you'll learn a little bit more about us personally and our team, as well as about the services that we provide. So our website is www.1one10firm.com. Okay, nice. Mm -hmm. Now, um, as we kind of close here, I want to ask, 
not only are you a small business owner and operator, uh, helping small business owners and operators, but you're also truly a, a textbook entrepreneur. Uh, two, two questions. Tell us about a surprise when you started this business. I want to know one of your biggest surprises, like, whoop, didn't see that coming. And then the other is, uh, what's your advice for people looking to, to make the leap and, and do something on their own? Yeah, so surprise-wise, you know, I would say we're probably all struggling with the talent challenge right now. Um, and when we started, that wasn't quite the case. So that was new, and it was fairly new right as we started our business. And I think what I have learned that was rather surprising to me is I thought I could get people in who were just good at what they do, right? Just good at, you know, whether it's putting together evaluation or doing bookkeeping. And the reality is I have had the most success in hiring people who are like-minded, who have some entrepreneurial uh, aspect to what they do, whether that's in their personal lives, real estate investing, um, or, you know, in, in what they do on an everyday basis, because those are the people who are willing to get out there and network and build the culture and be involved and buy in. Um, and that just makes everything so much better. And that kind of came as, you know, it, it took me about a year, year and a half to figure that out. But once I did, it was game changing for my business. Wow. Um, for, for entrepreneurs that are starting out, I mean, this is also something that kind of along the same vein that I figured out. But if you have the right people within your business as you scale, now some of you guys are just, you know, starting out, it's you, maybe your husband, some family members. But as you scale, I truly feel that the most important thing is the people that you hire and the people that you work with, whether it's vendors, um, your clients, whoever that may be. It's very important to work with people that are, that have integrity that are aligned with kind of your your vision and your culture. And I promise you, if you have the right people around you, employees and otherwise, the revenues will come. They will come. Yeah. So. All right. Great advice. I like it. Uh, it is Crystal DeJoseph, who is the founder of a finance and accounting firm called 110. Uh, they provide business valuations, um, quality of earnings reports, and fractional CFO services. One more time, Crystal, how does one find you and get engaged? www.one10firm.com. All right, Crystal, uh, enjoyed our conversation here this morning, enjoyed our conversation last evening uh, after all the work was done. Um, good luck and uh, thank you for all you do for the small business community. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on. Yes, ma'am. All right. This is uh, Small Biz Florida. I am Tom Kindred. It's all taking place here at the Flagle Conference at the beautiful JW Marriott in Orlando. Uh, the conversation is all about uh, helping small business owners get access to the capital they need to start, grow, and expand. Stay tuned. More to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.